More answers to more questions from a very curious viewer. Next on Polygamy, What Love Is This? This is part two of answers to a long list of questions from one of our viewers regarding polygamy and specifically the All Red Polygamy Group, also known as the AUB, and is the group which is represented by the Cody Brown Sister Wives TV family reality show, although it's not really reality. The last time uh, we started these questions, we did part one with our, my co-host Earl uh, Erskine, but this time uh, we are going to uh, answer the questions that were specifically or more specifically geared to and questioned about the AUB polygamy group. And so to answer those questions, I invited a former member of the All Red Group and an ex-plural wife to help answer those questions. So uh, she's been a, a previous guest on our show about a year ago. And so I would like to introduce to you our special guest and co-host this time, Karen Bradshaw. Karen, Hello. thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for having me. And thanks for being willing to answer. Some of these questions are kind of hard to dig into the your past history, but thank you for your willingness to do this and let people know what the AUB was like on the inside. Now, we uh, interviewed Karen about a year, year a little over a year ago, and you can watch the interviews we had with her on the link on the screen. And we did, I think, five shows with you, and they were shows number 13.07 through 13.11. And she was telling her story in those interviews about uh, her life in polygamy and how she left and what she found out about God and the Bible after she left that she was very surprised, pleasantly surprised to learn that she had not been taught in Mormonism. So go watch those, view, those uh, shows and you can get better acquainted with her story. Now, the viewer that we are answering this question of uh, her questions she asked all these questions because, like many of our viewers, are, are confused. They have troubles. They have difficulties uh, telling, sorting out the differences between the various polygamy groups, the FLDS, the AUB, um, the Kingston Group, and the LDS Church even, and some of the other factions of Mormonism. Uh, now, to simplify it, which we did in part one, there are many polygamy groups, each are autonomous from the others, but each believe in and practice polygamy and reverence Joseph Smith as a prophet of God. Now, when we answer these questions, all polygamous beliefs and behaviors will be included in our answers when appropriate. Now, we don't discuss the Sister Wives show on our program, uh, mainly because they misrepresent Mormon polygamy. They don't tell the whole truth behind the their story and uh, polygamy and the truth of why the wives stick with Cody and with each other. So Karen, uh, you do know the Brown family. They are from the same group that you're from, the AUB. And you know some of the members. You know Mary and some of the others. Does the Sister Wives show accurately uh, represent the polygamy lifestyle? I No, I don't think it does because, well, originally Cody wanted to uh, kind of soften the public's view of polygamy. Mm -hmm. And um, so they kind of put a, a false front, I think. Um, they really don't go into 
like the emotions mm -hmm. I think that happened, like with Mary getting a divorce, the first wife mm -hmm. having to be divorced. Um, so the third wife could be legally married. Yeah. Yeah. And the Bible says if you divorce, uh, what scripture is that? Where if you divorce your wife to marry another, you're committing adultery. Mm -hmm. And so if just by divorcing your first wife to marry another, that's adultery. And still living with your first and, wife on top of that and yeah. other wives to boot. Yeah. Then how come we can't realize that it's adultery, period, to mm -hmm. ever be with another woman? Yeah. For a man to ever be with another woman and a woman to be with a married man. That's adultery. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that's that. That's what people, yeah, that's what the Bible talks about. But no, they don't publicly put on the a true face because there's a lot of heartache. They don't show that. And I think it's starting to show, though, in these recent um, programs. Uh, their their lives are so. starting to show. And I think so. Um with Mary, yeah, with and Mary the catfish. And it's a public knowledge yeah. that she was um, having a relationship with a false, of someone, a woman, and but, they can't leave polygamy. Yes, um, and you know, people will laugh. Why don't she just walk away? And maybe she will eventually, or some of them might. Who knows what will happen? But normally, they won't unless they discover the, the biblical truth. truth about eternal life. Yes, and the and or they come to the point where they don't care if they go to hell because if they leave, they believe they'll go to hell. I felt that way for a long time, yeah. and it was so liberating when I was secure that when I die, I will go straight into the arms of Jesus yeah. because I am saved. I believe in Him. I put my trust in Him. Because He's the Savior, not, not believe And I wish Mary and Janelle and Kristen and um, even his new wife, they all knew the truth mm, yes. of, of just the love and the, the grace of Jesus, that we don't have to live polygamy yeah, yeah, to be to saved. polygamy or do any of those other things. Well, let's go to the questions that our viewer asked. Her first question is, does the AUB force marriages, including underage marriages, marriage placements, and or incestuous marriages? So do they a, do that now? Did they handful. do it in the past? How is that? So um, in the past, I think probably yes, because I mean, I shouldn't say yes, but because incestuous marriages, of course, is taboo. Mm -hmm. um, is taboo in the AUB? Yeah. I don't know of any incestuous marriages, except one of, um, like, for instance, there was one of the leader's wives. Her mother and her grandmother were married to the same man, and accidentally she was sealed to her mom's husband. I mean... Accidentally? Ac well, they said <laughs> that her name was there or something weird like that, and they said, oh... This must be meant to be. She was 13. So I do know of one, an instant like that. Mm -hmm. So that's an incestuous marriage. Mm -hmm. and but they don't normally marry cousins or oh, aunts yes. and uncles is, and nieces. and There is cousins, like first cousins that that's marry. That's incest. That's incest. Stepbrothers, okay. stepsisters, stepfathers, do they marry? Oh, yeah. Step. That's incest. Sure. According to Leviticus 18, it's incest. Oh, yeah. That goes on a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And do they marry sisters? Do the men marry sisters as plural wives? Um, do you mean like other men, like other sisters the from another sisters father? The sisters of their wives. If a, if a woman has a sister, will her husband marry her sister? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty 
common in polygamy yeah, groups. Yeah, I know. So, There's so, a man that'll marry twins. I yeah. know of that, or yeah. a man that marries two girls from the same family. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's a forbidden too by by God in the Bible too. So, so then they are um, they're they're not doing it as much, however, as um, as they used to do. I think since oh, Warren yeah. Jeffs and the FLDS got caught up in all of that scandal and the news, and he got thrown in jail, yeah, in prison for uh, it all. Owen Allred, I think, in 1993. Right when I went back into the group, he got up publicly and said, I'm not marrying anybody unless they're 18 and older. Mm -hmm. I'm not okay. going to do any underage marriages anymore because of the law. But he did do it before then. Yeah, okay. So that's good. And obviously all females in the AUB are destined for polygamy, right? Right. Oh, yeah. that's obvious. Although when I was still in the Kingston group, there were some single family marriages, single wife marriages. There were some. Well, there's a lot of those in our group, too. Yeah. The second question. The Browns support attending public school and college is encouraged, and that's how it at least that's how it appears on the show, she said. Is this normal for all members in the AUB? Does the AUB encourage higher education? Well, for the men, yes, but me, like, I, I just have my story to tell in this situation because I had my... When I got married, my husband wouldn't let me go and finish my RN degree. And um, I had the money in my hand, and he was like, we don't. I had received a Pell Grant to finish schooling, mm -hmm. and he said, we don't receive money from the AUB. So I was like, oh. Hmm. Um, so I asked if I grant, could go. No, the Pell Grant said they didn't receive money from the no, AUB? No, no, no. I'm sorry, did I say that? No, I said my husband told me that they didn't receive money from the government. That's because he didn't want me to finish my schooling. I think that's why he said it. Oh, later, because that's not true. They, oh, that's yeah. not true at all. Because my mom lived on welfare most of oh, her married of, life. A lot of polygamous women do. And the, yeah. So he, but he said that you I couldn't, couldn't finish, finish school because education. they didn't accept government funds. Yeah. Well, that's really strange. So, but, but the, what about just the normal run-of-the-mill girl or boy in the All Red group? Are they allowed to finish high school? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have their own schools that set up where they can get their GED. Mm-hmm. And so then go on to college. A lot of people go on to college. Do they? Yeah. So they're encouraged. I mean, it depends on what your parents are. Your, who your parents are. So is, I know of parents. It's pick and that, choose the ones who can. Then. Yeah, it's like the parents who went to college, they encourage their children to go. But okay. then there's a lot that don't get don't. Uh, that privilege. Oh no! In the in the Kingston group, the the leadership will choose who can get a higher education, and it's usually those only with the Kingston pure blood and all that. And there's very very few they encourage to go uh, at professional higher education. Some of them will get to go to community college for one reason or another. Um, but they used to when I was growing up when I when I was a teenager they encouraged us all to quit because our high school education wouldn't do us that much good working for the kingdom of God. Yeah, they kind of, well, I grew up in Pinesdale and Montana where it's a community of polygamists from the AUB, Albright Group. And they, uh, they would have people in packets for high school. They, they had school from elementary, like kindergarten to eighth grade, and then they encouraged you to do packets. And I was like, I do not want to do packets. And my... Mm. My stepdad let me choose if I wanted to go to school, so I chose to go to public school. Mm -hmm. 
and oh, I loved it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I liked going to school and too. So that I, was like because I could get away from home. Yeah, and then I continued and went to college as well for two years, and then my husband wouldn't let me finish. He wouldn't let you finish. Oh, that's that's too bad. So he discouraged so she, it, I should say. So um, the Cody Brown family, obviously, you're encouraging their family to go to college and get a higher education. And this viewer wants to know if that's normal in the polygamy group for that to take place. I know it's not with, with uh, or hasn't been in the past. It's becoming more them. normal with the AUB. I, I see a lot of people going to college now, but it is discouraged. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Well, especially with the girls, um, because the, if the girls can be um, bogged down with family and no education, they can keep them in the group. With, without fear of them getting, you know, too much education and taking off on their own. That's yeah. one of the reasons. It, it, it's empowering to be able to make money with yes. for a woman. Very much so. And then you'll be able to support yourself if you leave. And the, the leaders recognize that too and don't want, necessarily want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that if plural wives in the groups... No, knew, and they were convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that they were convinced that God didn't require polygamy. Do you think they would stay, or do you think they would leave? Oh, they would. They would be dancing, like I was when I found out I didn't have to live that. They would be so excited. They'd be leaving. That no one's happy in that lifestyle. Deep down inside, if they say they are, they're in denial. And there are a few families that that do it well, but mm-hmm. I think. There's, there's still heartache. There's still the underneath the heartache. Under, mm-hmm. Unnecessary heartache that they have to go through every day. Yeah, it's true. Whether they admit it or not, it's there. And, yeah, it's I, there. I was in denial for most of my marriage. And that's what Mary Mackert said. Denial was her drug of choice. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was my drug of choice, too. Yeah, denial. Mm-hmm. Her next question is based on the recent, uh, well, kind of recent FLDS scandal of the Lost Boys, uh, where uh, when the boys reached puberty, the FLDS would evict them and take them, put them in their cars and haul them off into a nearby town or an overpass and drop them off and say, don't ever come back again. Her next question is, are boys forced out of the AUB? So do they, okay. how does the AUB deal with the, when younger boys are growing up, the younger girls and the younger boys, you know, it's natural for them to start to flirt and, and start to make the, these kinds of friendships. But their competition for the older men who want plural wives. How does the AUB deal with those excess males? So growing up, I didn't, I mean, as a girl, we, it's a lot different than the Jeff's group. Like right, we, we right. did have lots of social interaction. We dan- we did dances. I love the dances. Um, but the boys, the way they disciplined them was so harsh. And I know of a lot of sons who just didn't want to stay in the group for some reason. Um, I don't know their personal stories, but I know a lot of young boys who just chose to, they usually would marry um, unbelievers or, you know, people f- from school not people in the group, because there's not a lot of women their mm-hmm, age. Mm-hmm. And, and I know of some men who are like 45. I know one man that's 45 still in the group, and he's single. Mm-hmm. And there was a man that was almost 50, and he was single. 
and they just don't, you know, they just keep trudging along. Yeah, it would be interesting just to talk to people like that and wonder because Mormon doctrine is that you cannot go to the celestial kingdom unless you're married. And polygamy Mormon doctrine is you can't go to the celestial kingdom unless you're married with yeah. several wives. Unless you and have three so, or more. So these men who don't get a wife, how do they think they're going to ever get to the celestial kingdom? Is there a special special exemption for them? No. No, the rules still apply. I don't know what they feel. It'd I haven't even talked to them. Yeah, that it would, would be, be interesting, interesting to find out what their what their thinking is on that. Because I know some people say, "Well, God will sort it out when we get there." You know, you you didn't have the chance, but but you wanted to, and so it's the same thing. Yeah, or and something like didn't that. Didn't Brigham Young teach that uh, in those men that only had one wife will have uh, those wives taken from mm -hmm. them and given to another mm -hmm. wife? Mm -hmm. And so maybe the single man will get some women. I don't, if they're righteous, maybe they're thinking that will happen in heaven. That's very know. possible. Very possible. Because they think there's a lot of single women up there waiting to get married. And so they'll go up there and get them. But you have to do it here in that, order to qualify to get there to start with. That's what they teach. Yeah. But if, if Brigham Young says that God will take wives and give them to another, then they're marrying in heaven too, right? So yes. That, that's against what Jesus <laughs> that's says. That's against what Jesus With, taught. There's no marriages in heaven. Right. right. We talked about that. I thought it was mm -hmm. quite interesting. The next one is kind of a long question. So we'll get the question asked and then we can discuss it. Is it still true that men must swear to bleed the beast? I read that the priesthood head of families are required to take an oath inside their temple on their lives to continue making the government pay for the deaths of Smith and his brother. A way they do this is by using women and children to survive on welfare, filing for bankruptcies, not paying taxes, etc. Were the Browns required to do this as well? Could it be possible that some of the Browns' financial decisions, bankruptcy, not paying taxes on properties, hospital bills, public schools, etc., were a way for them to continue fulfilling the oath to fleece the beast. Now she's asking some personal questions those about are the Brown super family. Hard to answer that I can't. Yeah, I can't um, answer those. Unless you were no, uh -uh. unless you were inside the Brown family, you really couldn't answer those personal questions. Yeah, I've heard that they have filed bankruptcy. I mean, how embarrassing that their whole financial lives are for the public's view. Mm -hmm. Well, um, they they chose to go public, so that's just part of it. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Bleeding the beast, I never heard that term. You never did? I never heard of bleeding the beast, but I did hear that there was oaths taken that, well, that, um, what was the question you said? that Something about atoning for Smith uh, and his brother. Avenging the blood of avenging. the prophets yeah. of, uh, of Joseph Smith and his brother. Yeah, so avenging the blood uh, that, that that needed to be done. And I don't know how they thought of doing it. Did did but you? I remember that they took an oath. My husband said something like that. Did you go in the AUB temple or, and take any of those oaths? I took oaths, but I don't re I don't remember that oath. I just, but you said the men, so I don't know if the women are not involved in that oath, but yeah. I don't remember. Well, I know with the LDS temple, they they did it up until the 1990s. Any temple goer, part of the ritual was was to. Uh, bleeding the beast wasn't part of the avenging the blood of the prophets, um, but they would take an oath not only of silence, but that they would, whenever opportunity came, they would avenge the blood of the prophets on the oh, government. Oh, I do remember something like that, but 
Yeah, I actually do remember something. You know, it's that ordinance is like an all-day experience, and we have to get up at four in the morning. And I remember how exhausted I was, and I kept falling asleep. <laughs> Good. And then I got out of there, and I'm like, "What did I just do? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, what happened in there?" I remember yeah. Satan, you know, there was a man dressed as Satan coming and saying, if you don't do everything you covenanted here, you'll be mine and just terrible. <laughs> then you have to like oath, take oaths to yeah. and that's, silence. And that's the oath of silence. And I do remember but, something about Joseph Smith, um, but I didn't correlate, yeah. yeah, avenging the blood of the prophet. So they probably... But I didn't correlate that to bleeding the beast. And I don't think they did And, and I don't think it is either. I think our viewer is a little bit confused about the two, the secrecy oaths as well as the bleeding the beast oath. Because the polygamy groups, all of them take money from the government. And they think that part of that is bleeding the beast. Take as much money from the government as you can because they take our taxes and, and they take forces to do this. They won't let us live our, our religious, our religion you know, um, the freedom of religion and so on. So they'll just fleece the government. And, mm -hmm. I, and I do think you're right. She's probably confused the two. Yeah, because I don't, I don't remember that conversation. My, my mother was on uh, welfare. As a child, I remember she was on welfare and mm -hmm. got money for all of her kids. And so as a second, as she married her second husband, he took all of her money. So they, yeah. yeah, cash and food stamps. And then she wasn't really allowed to have access to no, the food. the women can't take care of their own money, according to yeah. that. So, um, so do, do, does the AUB, you know, the Oath of Secrecy, do they use the same phrase the LDS use, uh, sacred but not, not secret, but sacred? We can't talk about it because it's not secret. It's just sacred, so we don't talk about it. Did the AUB fall back on that? Do you know? <laughs> I remember them saying that, yeah, yeah, but I remember them actually saying it is very sacred. That's why we don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah. It's so sacred that it's only supposed to be talked to in, uh, like they would, my husband would dedicate a room to talk about it. Someone and made the remark that um, God is sacred, and yet we talk about him all the time. So why your, your, your AUB or the LDS or Keek says none of their, none of their rituals are more sacred than God. And, and yet we talk about God all the time. So that doesn't fly. It doesn't make sense yeah. now that I, I'm actually learning to think, yeah. like critically think. Right. I didn't, as a polygamous wife or child, or you're raised to trust your feelings but not know how to reason mm -hmm. or find truth find out evidence and back up your truth with evidence. If, if Jesus were here today, would he be allowed in the AUB temple? I don't think so. He wouldn't be allowed in the LDS temple. <laughs> he wouldn't be worthy. He would not be able to follow all of the guidelines of the LDS in order to, be in, to get a temple recommend. No, because why? Well, one word's a word of wisdom. Uh, he proclaimed all foods clean. He drank wine. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that he would be drinking coffee. It was available. <laughs> well, I don't know that. But I, in other words, it's not, it doesn't harm you to drink coffee. Uh, I think it's interesting. I just thought I would tell our viewers a couple of verses in the Bible about temples in the New Testament from Acts 17. 
the God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by hands, and he is not served by mm, human hands. I like that. <laughs> as if he needed anything, because he himself gives all men life and breath and everything else. And then say, uh, chapter 7, uh, verses 48 through 50, it says, However, the Most High does not live in houses made by men, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or where will my resting place be? Hasn't my hand made all these things? So God is not improved, impressed by the temples of today. And that we are the temple. Believers. Yeah. Believers are God's temple. We as temple. believers. Right. Yeah. I love that. So we only have a couple of minutes to very quickly answer this next question. Uh, she asks, Keep Sweet is an, uh, is an FLDS idiom designed to keep the women's feelings from showing up in their attitudes. Are there Keep Sweet teachings in the AUB? So I remember um, being taught that we needed to keep the Holy Spirit and not get upset about anything. So that's my keep sweet. That just keep the Holy Spirit, that's, not that's get upset. That's the same idea of that. Mm -hmm. It is. And, and I know uh, the FLDS would teach that you can't laugh or the Holy Spirit will leave you. Oh, uh, yes. The Mormons teach that if you sin and you don't repent, the Holy Spirit will leave you and, and things like this. And again, I want to use a verse that will, that what Jesus taught, which is the truth, by the way, what he taught in John 14, verse 16, 17, where Jesus said, And I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you so that was the promise of the holy spirit once we receive that gift that, that promise it's forever that's amazing. he won't leave he doesn't go but then again that that promise is only for those who believe in the biblical gospel and the biblical jesus well, that is all for this time. We've got one more part to do because she had other questions. Yes. Okay. So we'll, we'll do part two. Thanks, Karen. You're I welcome. really appreciate you coming and sharing with our viewers, answering her My questions. Pleasure. You know, in John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Now, if you're in a Mormon polygamy group or any faction of Mormonism, do you have life abundantly? Are you deeply happy and satisfied with Jesus Christ? For a long, long time, Utah has been some of uh, have ha has had some of the country's highest statistics of suicide and pornography and antidepressant drug use. Could it be because their religion is oppressive and does not give them Jesus's abundant life? You can change that. You can change that for yourself today. You can reject the counterfeit and accept the genuine, which is Jesus Christ, who is the only Savior. He saves you, and if you call upon his name in faith and truth, however, if you must, you all, before that can happen, you must turn from your ideas and accept the truth of who Jesus is and what he taught. Thank you for watching. This has been the audio podcast of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. Polygamy, What Love Is This? is produced by A Shield and Refuge Ministry. More information on this program, including the video version of it, can be found at whatloveisthis.tv. If you have any questions or need help getting free from Mormon fundamentalism, write us at contact at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 1-800-877-425-9993.